With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lou better be on the line right he now. He is. He's been waiting. Oh, okay, good. Joining us uh, joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is our great friend Lou Merloni. Hang on. I'm tap dancing to pull up the Lou is brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, where you can win free groceries in their Grand Slam Summer Sweepstakes. Lou's with us on the Harbor One Hotline live from San Francisco little early there, Lou. 8.30 out there. Seems like somebody's going to be layering up with some suntan lotion in a little while, huh? <laughs> you haven't been to San Fran this summer. It's 65 degrees and it's foggy, but I've been up since 4.30 local time, so I'm just hanging out. Oh, my huh. God. Well, we were just talking about uh, Chris Sale, and it looks like he's a month away, and we gave him some love for not smashing a TV this time up in uh, Worcester. Once again, Lou, he's back to saying all the right things. You know, if they want me to come back and be a, an opener or a starter or out of the bullpen or whatever, da-da-da. What is your level of expectations for Chris Sale the rest of this season? Um, I mean, I just sort of look at it as a bonus. You know, I don't know if a month away. I think, I think that's maybe I'd cut that in half. You know, I'd say he's about two or three weeks away. I guess it depends on what they think. I mean, whenever he comes into the game, I, just, I expect him to you know, still be an effective pitcher. But they could bring him back in a couple of weeks and just say, you know, you can go two or three innings as an opener type of thing or whatever. If they want to build him up, it might take a little bit longer. So to me, it's just sort of like gravy. You know, when he comes back, awesome. If he throws great for five or six outings or starts and he gets hurt again, it is what it is. So can he just sort of give me some innings and go out there and be effective? But I think the timeline depends on how they think they can use him. And that would lengthen his rehab. So last year when they didn't make any moves, Lou, the Red Sox, there was almost like this mini mutiny. It was like uh, like everybody yeah. was all upset and they were like just depressed almost. And it, it really did manifest itself in, through some games when they started losing. And I remember pushing back on you with that. Like, it's not a real thing. These guys are pros. They should not be affected that way. But I do believe it now. So what, do you, what are the players – Do you what do you think the players expect management to do this year at the trade deadline? And I feel like they're in a better position than they were last year. Yes? Or what do you, do you agree? Yeah, yeah, no, they're in a much better position. If you remember, last year's team at the end of June was much better than this team as far as record goes. But the problem was they collapsed going into the All-Star break and then didn't play well coming out of the All-Star break. This team's the opposite. You know, they were kind of around 500 and then started playing good in July and, and have really played well after the break. So the expectation is simple. We have three starters. Like, we, that's all we have. And Pavetta, so we technically have four. We need another starter. I don't care who's coming back. Like, go get me a starter, a starting pitcher, so that way when Howe comes back or Sale comes back or Whitlock comes back, we're building. Now we're creating like a, a great 13-man you know, staff, pitching staff, wherever they fit, bullpen starter, whatever. So I, I think the starting pitching is, is a necessity, and I think this team knows it. I mean, they've been just piecemealing a couple games every five days together, and they've been winning ball games, but they need a starting pitcher. Uh, and, Lou, it seems like some of that could be on the way. Even Chris Sale had mentioned about uh, Whitlock and Hauk and people like that. But even with those guys on the come, they still need one more starter, fair to say? Yeah. 
Yeah, they do. And the question is, like, what, what is it now? I mean, I, you know, listening to Hein Bloom talk, and this is really all of baseball. You would think, like, the rental market, there's a lot of guys, right? Giolito just went out to L.A., there's Stroman. There's just a lot of guys on the Cardinals and Lorenzen in Detroit. But it's almost like every year these teams now, they're starting to not, not really want rentals. They're all starting to figure it out. Like, when you're a team like the Angels and Chase, you know, and you don't make the postseason. You're going to sit there in the offseason and say, we just lost Giolito, we just lost Otani, and we just lost the two prospects. Like, what are we doing? So they all want controllable arms now. So it sort of enters like a bigger trade market for guys, you know, that have two years left on their deal. You know, that can – because he's got a – he can look at this opportunity here to not just build for the rotation right now, but build for the rotation for next year. Because next year there's an unknown. Next year you need starters. So can you go out there and maybe make a bigger splash, you know, a bigger deal to get a guy with two or three years left, and, and are you comfortable with that? So they need a starting pitcher. I, I don't know about the rental market. I think maybe they're going to be looking a little bit further than that. Interesting. Lou Maloney with Gresham Fourier. Of course, Lou is out in San Francisco. He's got mm. uh, baseball duties this weekend uh, and covering the Red Sox. And, Lou, you, you mentioned about the – because the first thing I thought when it was – Oh, well, the Red Sox might need a starter. Well, great. When is Rich Hill coming back? Like, that's what it mm-hmm. – <laughs> I don't want to sound super skeptical, but that's kind of what it, it, it feels like, that it would be someone like that. But is there anybody out there that if Heim Bloom bumped into you and said, hey, Lou, who do you think we should go get? What name would you tell him? Well, I think – you know, that's the thing with the rentals. I, I think that there will be in the market for rentals if – if, like, the team that they're trading, you know, they'll, they'll talk these conversations. If they come back and they start throwing some prospect names that the Red Sox really aren't too, too high on, they're not going to give up the top five or six or seven or top ten prospect for it. But you start getting to, like, guys that they have, like, ranked 20th, 21, they might, they might actually be into that game. You know what I mean? And if that's the case, then there's guys out in St. Louis, like Jordan Montgomery. You know, I don't know where his hammy is. I think he had some issue with it last week. Or a guy like Flaherty or Lorenzo out in Detroit. So there are some names out there that, you can be interested in, you know, and Rich Hill, again, if they come at you and say, hey, you know, for Rich Hill, who do you want? And they give out a name that's like the 28th prospect, you know, then I could see them doing something like that. And then still possibly trying to find a guy that's got two years left in the deal and really bolster this rotation up. So, Lou, um, big picture Major League Baseball topic um, for you real quick. How surprised are you that the Angels have decided to keep Otani and make a playoff run? Uh, bad idea, good idea? live to regret it yeah i'm not surprised that they chose to keep him because i don't i don't know what team would be willing to give up a package like that but maybe there would be but i just feel like they're just desperate out there and they're trying to appease the fan base they know they're going to lose otani so they say screw it let's just kind of try to go all in a little bit and get one of the better rental pitchers in the market in giolito the problem is like i said it's, it's just desperate trying to appease the fan base knowing that in two months it's going to collapse and when you give up like your second-round pick, a lefty pitcher, and your catcher of the future to try to do this in the last two months, it's not going to work out well for the Angels. Like they're going to sit there next year and be like, okay, now we're rock bottom. We've given away a couple of the prospects that we really like. We've just lost Otani. Giolito just signed elsewhere. All we have is Trout. So it's just to me, it's just desperate. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that was a smart play for those guys, but he's a good pitcher, and we'll see if they can make a run. Yeah, well, isn't Artie Moreno, he was going to sell. Now he's not going to sell. Now he doesn't want to be the owner that traded Otani. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah pick a pick a lane. It feels like there's a, a a lot of mind changing going on there. I saw these numbers from Joe Weil, who, of course, is part of us here at WEEI on the pre and post. And, uh, Lou, he had Tristan Casas' uh, July numbers. And for the month, 
a 476 on base. He's first in slugging, first in OPS, has hit six bombs since the All-Star break with 11 RBI. I know that a lot of us have made fun of the whole, the way that, you know, the way the guy talks about himself, the the, the work ethic, the weird antics, da-da-da. Is this guy really starting to figure it out, Lou, or is this just him on a month-long heater? No, he, he's starting to figure it out. Now you can start going to the point, even with that bad April, now you can start looking at the entire year and start looking at some of the numbers, right? It's not just, you know, one of these. Of course, you can look at it since May 1st. You can look at it since June 1st, since July 1st, wherever you want, but he has started to figure it out. I mean, he always controlled the strike zone, but um, he just wasn't battling balls that he should have early on. And I think there was some adjustments in his approach and everything. You know, it's amazing that, you know, when you're hitting a buck 28 and we're watching you do yoga, we don't like it. But when you're sitting there, one of the best hitters in July, you're out there saying, you know what, take another clothing off. Just sit out there in your Speedo and do yoga. Do whatever you want. It doesn't even matter. Uh, a quick, quick, uh, quick. Uh, you're right, your though, speedo. too. Yeah, literally, like, it's not even, a, it's not like he lost a bet, too. Uh, He's just doing it because he feels comfortable being Trist- naked. Tristan Casas out there stretching in a banana hammock here on Nesson. Uh, Lou Maloney and Dave O'Brien have the call. Lou, um, Cutter, Crawford, Cutter Crawford gets the start tonight. Um, yeah. Your opinion on his uh, ability to uh, throw five uh, or more strikeouts? What's your, what do you think? Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. Uh, they, these guys, Giants strike out a lot. I think they're yeah, most baseball. Yeah, my guy. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. So they 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 do strike out a lot. The issue I have with Cutter is like you know I feel like if you look at his games, it's been kind of funny. When when he has a little extra rest, the fastball plays like it did after the All Star break. You, you have to get ten days off, and then normal days rest. The fastball didn't play, and I just like last year, like he got kind of worn down in September. Like I, I just. I, I'm a little concerned with him, you know what I mean, as far as that goes. Like, if he gets in a couple extra days, because he needs his fastball to get swings and misses. And when he's on normal days rest, he hasn't been getting it lately. When he gets extras rest, he does, and it plays a little bit more. So, um, But this team, you know, they, they, they're not a great fastball hitting team. And, Christian, they do strike out a lot. Yep. So, five's a good number. You just got to keep the innings. And the, hey, can you send a message to Cora to, for him to stop being late to when we do our interviews? Oh, can, you, can you just kind of oh, be like, yeah, I heard you're late to the show all the time. Yeah, I will. I'll tell him. He's been late. Well, that's a busy week. Hit TK trades and everything he's, going on. he's late on a non-busy week. <laughs> tell him Tell him. Gresh said that he's had about enough of him being late. Oh, yeah, that's it. But everybody fades the heat to me anyway, so that's good. All right, Lou, have a uh, fantastic day today, friend. And a gr- uh, what is the, uh, what's the schedule this weekend? How's it all work out for you? Well, first it starts with the nice little 18 holes here at San Francisco Golf Club, and that's where I'm at right now. Um, and then it's going to be, yeah, then it's radio, right? Four o'clock tomorrow, I believe, one o'clock on Sunday. So, yeah, then we're off to Seattle. So, a little San Fran, Seattle piece, but it starts right. with a little golf. Right I, I, hey, Lou, it, I, it just quick, is Haim on the trip? Because I know last year he wasn't given bad news in person and that didn't go well. Just wondering if uh, he's out there with you guys right now. No, he is not. I don't believe. I think Eddie Romero is, though. From what I, I think Bob Bradford had that. So, Eddie's on another front assistant. So, he's out there, assistant GM. So Lou, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a spot just like San Diego. I'm gonna send you a place to go when you head up to Seattle. Okay. Yeah, it's closed too. Mitchell Brothers is closed. It's been closed for three years. <laughs> <laughs> the great Lou Maloney on the Harbor One Hotline. Lou, thank you, buddy. Hit him straight. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Hey, you too. Have a great weekend, boys.